Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Friends with Benefits Relationships. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who's having a little bit of trouble with his woman who's a Friends with Benefits. And so I'm going to go through his email and analyze where he's kind of going sideways because she doesn't really, from some of the things that he's shared in here, it doesn't look like she's really a, a person of high integrity somebody for a good high quality relationship but she's great to have an awesome time with until he finds what he's really looking for if obviously he wants to settle down get into a long-term healthy relationship with somebody who places a high value on loyalty but in the meantime you can have a hell of a lot of fun until you get there and for those of you that are trying to improve your skills trying to come become better improve your confidence Having relationships like this are great to help you get there because repetition is the mother of skill. You learn to be a better lover. You can learn to overcome your own insecurities, your fears, your doubts. Realize that you can just be awesome and be yourself and somebody will see the value in that and want to spend time with you. But the key is to not become too involved, especially if you're dating somebody who doesn't have a high level of integrity and make the mistake of thinking that you can – they're great relationship material. And it's kind of what this guy is a little bit guilty of here. So I have a quote that I wrote and then I'm going to go through his email. And the quote says, People who love and value themselves are never concerned with, focused on, or question where they stand with a lover. Why? They know and believe that they are a catch and that any lover who would take them for granted, push them away, mistreat them, or stop making them feel loved and wanted – would be displaying absurd and foolish behavior. Therefore, it's never even a possibility in their mind. People who are fearful, who don't love and value themselves, and who think they are unworthy are constantly expecting to get dumped or blown off. Therefore, they try to force things and actually end up unknowingly causing what they fear most to happen, which is getting rejected. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's also really tough when you like the person, maybe even love them a lot, you care about them, they're a fucking gorgeous woman, got all kinds of great qualities, you love hanging out, sex is fucking amazing, she's sensual, she's always down to hook up anytime you want. But there's things that really just disqualify her from being great relationship material. And as much as you want that person to change, as much as you want them to match your ideal, sometime in life, that's just – that's the way it is. You got it because when you want reality, when you want another person to be different than their nature, than the different than they really are, you're going to fucking suffer. <clears throat> so let's go through his email. He says, hey, Corey, I've recently become a fan of yours and I'm waiting for my order of your book to come in as well. Well, in the meantime, you should be reading the free digital version on my website or for 10 bucks, you can get the Kindle version or the iBook version. Totally up to you. Don't wait for the paperback version. At least get a head start on things, especially when you're in the middle of a situation and you're trying to turn things around. It's like I can't count the number of people I talk to. I was talking to a guy the other day. He's been following me for over a year. He's just now getting around to reading the book. But I've watched hundreds of your videos. I was like, yeah, but look at all the fucking up you're doing because you don't know the fundamentals. You're making things so much harder on yourself than they need to be. You got to learn the fundamentals. Training camps can be starting in three or four months from now for football and all the best players, guys like Tom Brady, 
guys like Aaron Rodgers, they're going to immerse themselves in the playbook and rehearse it day in and day out. They're going to watch film on what they do on the field and then go back and review the playbook again and critique their game and their players to get better because repetition is a matter of skill. You don't see those guys, those future Hall of Fame quarterbacks just showing up going, I don't need that fucking playbook. I got video. I watched some videos of our practice the other day. That's all I need to know. I don't need to learn these fundamentals. That's what we got all these coaches for. Coaches can teach us the fundamentals. I don't need to spend my time in the book. People that think like that, those are the ones that don't make the roster and you never hear about them because they just couldn't fucking cut it. Learn the fundamentals. If you're going to read any book in your life, read mine 10 to 15 times so you get to know it so well you don't have to think about it because it's going to help you more than just your dating, your pickup, your relationship skills. It's going to help you be a better quality human being and also understand men and women that you're going to encounter throughout your life. That can help you in business. That can help you in your career. It can help you when it comes to taking care of your body. And it can help you when it comes to just enjoying your life and having a compelling reason and vision to get up every day and get out there and kick some ass and take some names. He says, in the meantime, I have a situation I need your help with. I'm 40 years old and I've been dating a 27-year-old girl off and on for one year. We met last March, started talking, and then actually started hanging out and hooking up in April. Long story short, we both have had issues with our exes coming in and out of our lives while we talked, but mine has been out completely since October. Her ex has been back in her life to some degree since September, and he never left. So he's probably trying to get her back. That's especially when you're in a situation like that where there's an ex in the picture, somebody that they were with for a period of time and they have a much stronger emotional bond and you're kind of new to the scene or her life. She's always going to choose the other guy over you, especially if you start pursuing too much and start trying to force things or being focused on where you stand. At the end of last year, she started insinuating that she loved me and wanted to be with me insinuating she either loves you or she doesn't this made me fall further for her believe her and start putting all my eggs in her basket that's what happens you get it's like i know what it's like you date a really fucking beautiful woman who's got an amazing body and just watch her move glide across the room walk she walks like a fucking supermodel and you can't help but drool you can't help but look past all the flaws and the faults or the fact that she screams your name louder than it, and when you're in bed, louder than any other girl you've ever been with. God, you got to resist. you got to look past that. you got to see the person for who they really are. you got to look at their actions. He says, however, in recent months, I've become more jealous and a needy bitch, always asking where I stand with her and what she wants from me. That's about as beta male as you can get, dude. That's a guy who's not comfortable in his own skin, who's looking for validation in the girl that he's with and when he doesn't feel like she cares, he needs reassurance like a little boy needs from his mommy saying, you're good, you're, you're a good little boy, now go clean your room. It makes you look weak and pathetic and if she's got multiple guys in her life, especially an ex who's trying to get her back and you're showing up with that bullshit, you're going to lose every fucking time. All during that time, she never walked away and I was never the one to really pursue her. I was never the one to really pursue her. 
So you're bullshitting yourself a little bit, dude. I was hardly ever the one to initiate contact or plan a hangout. So you waited to hear from her and you made her ask you out. As my book discusses, which obviously you haven't read yet, it's a man's job to create an opportunity for sex to happen. That's your role. Most women will call you and get in touch, but they, the way they look at it is if you like them, if you care about them, you'll make something happen so the two of you can get together. But you're even making her be the man and be the aggressor by calling you and asking you out. She would text me every single day and also ask many times to hang out, which we would, and we would have sex 99% of the time. She would tell me that she didn't want to lose me and wanted to be with me. Actions speak louder than words. But her actions showed that she probably didn't want to lose her ex-boyfriend or whatever guys she had giving her attention as well. The last time we got together, we talked again. She admitted that she wants changes every day or that what she wants changes every day, that she's being selfish, wouldn't want to be in my position and realize she had the control in the situation. That's not a good place to be, dude. She's basically saying, dude, you gave me all the power. You basically took your balls, put them in a box and gave them to me and I don't know what to do with these fucking things. I don't have a lower unit I can attach these to. He says, however, we still ended up having sex that day. She then texted me later that night, I miss you so much and I wanted to sleep next to you tonight. I said, then do it. And she said she was already in bed. So I said, okay. Well, she just said that to me. I said, well, get your fucking cute little ass over here and come sleep with me. Oh, I'm in bed. I was like, you're lost. You're missing out. Call me if you change your mind. I got to run. See you. Bye. The phone is for setting dates. After not missing one day of hearing from her since October, she then vanished and I did not hear from her at all for almost two weeks. Notice how this comes up after she realizes that she had all of the power in the relationship. I didn't dare reach out since I knew I had already displayed enough weakness. I assumed she had probably gotten more involved with the ex again. And this presented me with a good chance to get my power back in case she did contact me again. Well, that's good. You're not running after her. You're just letting it be. And there's a chapter in my book that discusses how women are like cats in, in this particular case. I mean, you displayed a lot of weakness. The ex is coming back in the picture who she's going to have a much stronger emotional bond with. And that's why she all of a sudden goes cold on you. I mean, just from what she said that you shared, it, that was pretty much inevitably going to happen. He says, during the time away, she posted something on Instagram that was affectionate and I knew it was directed towards me, but I didn't react. Yeah, you shouldn't be stalking her on Facebook or Instagram or any other social media. And if you are, don't be commenting, don't be saying nothing. Just let it fucking go. She then liked one of my photos on Instagram a couple of days later, but I didn't react. Isn't that interesting? He does nothing. He's totally indifferent to it. And then she becomes a little bolder. The more she misses him, the more she starts to do things. It, it goes to liking things. And then it goes to commenting on stuff that you have posted publicly. And lots of people are posting on your stuff publicly and you're not responding to that either unless they're addressing you directly with a question. Then the next thing usually becomes a text or a phone call, an email, a Snapchat, WhatsApp message, something along those lines. 
That same – because remember, she all of a sudden went from texting him and calling him every day to nothing. That same night, this past Friday, was the one-year anniversary of us meeting and she was out drinking with her friends. I woke up to two Snapchats that she sent to me from her, one saying, to one year of friendship. To one year of friendship? The fuck? I would have corrected her and said, to one year of friends with benefits. We ain't just friends, but we are friends with benefits. And by the way, when are you free to get together? I want to see you. And a pic of her, picture of her drink, and the other of a song that we had first listened to in the car together on a date that reminded her of me. So that tells me she has positive feelings about you, she's thinking about you, and she's thinking happy thoughts and happy memories. In that moment, she's reaching out, that's when you set a date. He says, I assume that's why she sent it. Keep in mind, this girl has loved to test me and get reactions from me since day one. Which obviously, from what you shared earlier, sounds like you failed most of the time. Her words and actions conflict all the time and she also tends to lie. You don't want to be in a relationship with somebody, an exclusive monogamous relationship with somebody that's a liar. But friends with benefits, a fuck buddy, that's why you never call somebody like that. You never chase after somebody that, that acts that way. But you're happy to hang out and have fun and hook up with them. Obviously practice safe sex, especially if they're hooking up with other dudes. We've talked many times since the beginning about being friends which I think was her feeling me out and I always told her that I have enough friends. That's a good response. Never ever – always act like the lover. Anytime a woman mentions friends and you're asking being a lover, you say, ah, I'm, that doesn't work for me. I'm not going to do just friends with you. That being said, I responded the next morning to her Snapchat saying, happy anniversary, pal, hoping that my sarcasm was clear with me calling her pal. She knows me pretty well, so I think she got it. You should have made a date, dude. She's reaching out, remember, and what I teach in my book, but since you haven't read it yet, you don't know this. When a woman reaches out to you, you assume she wants to see you and you make a date. I also wanted to throw the same bullshit back in her face instead of reacting to it. She then responded saying, I think that it's today, which I know for a fact she knows it was that day. Then I responded, I think you're right. She knows for a fact that I know it was that day too. Then that was it. End of conversation. Did I respond correctly or blow it? You should have made a date, dude. That's that's the one thing I see that you didn't do properly. What is her deal? Well, because of your needy acting like a bitch as you put it and she had the other guy coming back into her life, he was obviously acting more masculine and therefore she gravitated more to him because you were acting like a pussy all the time. But you did the correct thing by you stopped all of your forward movement and stopped acting like a pussy and you didn't do anything. And then two weeks later, she kind of started coming back. Just They're like cats, dude. When the attraction level is high, they want to hang out and sit in your lap and purr. When the attraction level is low, they're bored. They're not interested in you. They're indifferent and they want to go roam the neighborhood and maybe hook up with some other little kitty cat. Is she just testing me, trying to still have her cake and eat it too? Why does she disappear in the first place? Well, if you would have read the book, you would know. The reason she disappeared is because you turned her off by your acting like a little bitch, as you put it. Should I still not reach out? Yeah, I wouldn't reach out to her. No way. You don't reach out to fuck buddies or sex playmates, especially when they've always done all the calling, texting, pursuing anyways. What do I do if I hear from her again? What is my strategy going forward? I want my power back. Well, then stop giving it away. 
So what you need to do at this point is nothing. You wait to hear from her. And then when she reaches out, even if she's Snapchatting you about some other BS or about a song that that she knows you like or that reminds the, both of you of each other, if she's contacting you, assume she wants to see you and make a date. But in the meantime, you should be dating the other women. You should be – if you want a relationship, a healthy relationship with somebody who places a high value on loyalty, then you need to keep looking for that. And stop trying to be focused on a sex playmate where you stand with her because she's a liar. You don't want to marry a liar because she's just going to deceive you, probably screw around on you, cheat, whatever. And that's what she's going to teach your kids. Do you want to have a bunch of kids that grow up and be fucking liars and be just like her? I think not. But in the meantime, you can get your brains fucked out when she reaches out. But like I said, the one thing you need really need to change is you need to make dates when she reaches out instead of just chasing your tail waiting for her to be the man. But in the meantime, dude, read the fucking book. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. If you also would like to look at some of the books and other self-help products that I recommend underneath the, the email and phone and Skype coaching options, I've got 50 something plus books and self-help products and different things to help you because I always get people like, hey, what books do you recommend? So I've got them. I've got a huge selection of them there and I'm going to continue to add to them as the months go by. But like I said, go click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and either purchase a book or book a phone coaching or email coaching with yours truly. And I will talk to you soon. 